0: Welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to
1: Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death. Your favorite podcast about a couple who try and understand horror movies together? Ah, I keep working on this opening. I haven't found it yet. We'll get there. Anyway, that's Josh, and I'm Cindy, and uh, he tells me the history of horror movies, and we watch them, and I react poorly. And one of these days, it's going to happen, and I'm going to die.
0: You're welcome, Cindy's kids who get that teacher's pension. <laughs> huh. Yay. Um. So, it's, it was bound to happen, Cindy. Okay, what's happening? So, uh...
1: What are we watching? Oh.
0: You know how it goes. Yeah. Frankenstein? Right. Right. Bride of Frankenstein. Right. Reanimator. Bride of Reanimator. Bride of Reanimator. I remembered. <laughs> so This might be the longest movie ever. Well, actually, you know what? Strike that. This will be the longest movie we will watch this month. This is a epically length one hour and thirty six minutes
1: long. oh <laughs> uh, so long. I don't have time for that.
0: Compared to movies that were like the Frankenstein's were like seventy minutes long.
1: Loved them. Terrific. Top honors in my book. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I don't like movies. I just don't like sitting still.
0: It was released in the United States. It was actually released in Europe in 1990, but we're going to go with the American release, which was February 22nd, 1991.
1: 91. Oh, that's a fun year. What was going on? Uh,
0: let's I, see. I was 11. I was nine. Okay. Nine. Be high nine. Uh, what was going on in the world? Oh, the That was world? right before You want to know what's Clinton. going on in the world? Uh, Congress authorized military forces to expel Iraq's forces from Kuwait.
1: Hey, we're still there, kinda. And
0: Operation Desert Storm began. Yeah. It hasn't, 1991. It hasn't really ended. I remember my dad watching CNN coverage of the bombs dropping and being like, nine, and not fully understanding. My dad's was like, we're at war. And I was watching it. And I remember being terrified. And I went outside. And I thought that like. They were coming to your house? This, yeah, clearly this country that Aww. we were bombing was going to shoot back at us. Oh. And I was like, I remember. I don't think I've Place ever told anyone this. I remember going around and like. Saying goodbye to, like, my favorite toys and, like, the tree in the backyard.
1: Oh. Because
0: I was like, well, we'll be dead soon, because that's how war works.
1: Oh, wow. And here
0: we are today. War is dumb, y'all. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Anything else going on? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've never told anyone that story. Uh, Street Fighter Two was released for world. arcades. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was released for Sega.
1: Love that game. Uh, Ren and Stimpy
0: debuted love that and the Soviet Union crumbled love that so dosvidenya comrade dosvidenia. Uh people that were born that year are Tyler the Creator and Lakeith Stanfield Lakeith Stanfield I love you so fucking much okay do more movies he was the cop in uh uh Knives Out oh I do like him yeah he's a good time he's such a good fucking actor he should do more stuff Uh, People that died that year, Don Siegel, Michael Landon, Dr. Seuss, Freddie Mercury.
1: No, that was a bad year.
0: Them's was 1991. That was a hard year. And into the year of 1991...
1: Come screaming.
0: Bride of Reanimator. Bride of Reanimator. As I said, it's one hour and 36 minutes long. It is rated R. Uh, Unlike the first film, this one is devoid Of. of Stuart Gordon.
1: Which one was Stuart Gordon? The director. Oh, so it's going to be a totally new everything, isn't it?
0: uh, Dennis Paoli is gone. (laughs) Basically, what happened was the original producer, uh, Brian Yuzna, okay, said he got money together. Like this, these Japanese businessmen were like, "We want to make a movie with you," and they gave him a lot of money (laughs) from a tax shelter, if I'm remembering this correctly. And the money had to be spent by the end of the year. So here we go. (laughs) And Brian was like, hey, Stuart, I got the money for a reanimator sequel. Let's do it. And Stuart's like, oh, we're not ready for that at all. Like, the script's not done. It's going to be another year or two before we're ready to go. But he said. And Yusna's like, we don't have a year. Like, (laughs) we got to make that shit now. Now, brother. And Stuart Gordon, I guess, passed. And Yusna was like, oh, fuck it. I'll do it. So, okay. Brian Usna, the film's original producer, produced, now... directed, and co-wrote this movie. Wow. Okay. Um, you would know sweet, sweet Brian Usna uh, from, pr- uh, obviously, producing Reanimator, but from Beyond, Dolls, Warlock, Honey, Trunk. Yeah, we've Kids. come across
1: that name a few times. Yeah.
0: He's the director of Society, which we will watch for this podcast at some point. Okay. Because I, and I promise you listeners... When we get to that end sequence, I will figure out a way to film Cindy's reaction to it so you can all enjoy it. Rude. Uh, because it's fucking... That movie's insane. Uh, he also directed Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation, Kay. Return of the Living Dead 3, and Beyond Reanimator, the sequel to this movie.
1: So, this
0: movie. Yeah. So, I'm just gonna... Before we get off Brian news, I'm just gonna throw this out.
1: Okay. So, we...
0: We've talked in the past about how Stuart Gordon was a theater guy. Right. Right? His whole whole thing was actors. He loved working with actors. His whole, like, mantra as a director was, work with the actor, make, like, the best performances. And the people that worked on Reanimator said it's still the best set they ever worked on. Right? Cool. Like, it was like summer stock. Because that's how he treated it. He took everything you had to say, any ideas you had, and then... He actually took, it was, the, you know, it was that vibe, that yeah. theater vibe. Really Yuzna did take. not come from that background.
1: So how'd that go down? Um,
0: so it's a different movie, but Yuzna was super into special effects. Ooh. So the effects in this movie are out of control. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Yikes. And What am I in for? Uh, we'll get into the team, like the team's. Plural that made the effects for this movie On the back half Kay. But Holy shit This fucking movie is crazy um, This will be hands down The craziest movie We've watched this month uh, What am I getting uh, myself into It is co-written By uh, Rick Fry and Woody Keith Kay. With Brian Usna Obviously It's based on characters by H.P. Lovecraft
1: but the story is not.
0: Um, well, no, it's a whole new Banana Town good time. Okay. Uh, this movie stars coming back from Reanimator. Here's the cast that returns from Reanimator. So, Jeffrey Combs returns as Dr. Herbert West, the reason we love this movie. Uh, he was also in From Beyond, he was in just a ton of, like, Stuart Gordon tried to put him in everything, mm-hmm. which I appreciated. Okay. Uh, Bruce Cabot returns as Dr. Dan Kane. this Kay. time so with okay. a dope-ass mullet.
1: <sighs> okay, as if he couldn't get better.
0: Yeah, he got better. Uh, David Gale returns as the head of Dr. Carl Hill. Uh, okay. <laughs> when last we saw him, his head was smashed.
1: Against a wall. And <laughs>
0: thrown into the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad. Um, we- so that's...
1: If we can have a stepfather too... We can have a reanimator, too.
0: Oh, this movie is... Like, reanimator is, full stop, a much better movie. Bride of Reanimator, though, is so much fun. It has its place. (laughs) This movie is really fucking fun. And the term bonkers is easily applied to this movie. Bonkers! The ending of this movie, the last half hour of this movie, is fucking fucking insane all right like i can't uh, i can't wait i can't wait to watch this with you i'm so excited uh the, here's
1: the I two cast
0: members who weren't in the original film i want to mention okay so claude earl jones plays lieutenant leslie chapham he was in miracle mile and the original battlestar galactica he plays a cop in this and a fairly sizable part okay okay but the person I most wanted to mention because is... I, you're going to enjoy this. So, Dr. Dan. <laughs> okay. Dr. Dan has a girlfriend, and <laughs> she's Italian, and her name is Fabiana Udanio. Fabiana Udanio. Yeah. Okay. She plays Francesca. Okay. Francesca Danelli. So, she was born in. Argentina, right? Oh, okay. And she moved as a child to Italy, where she ended up winning the Miss Teen Italy pageant so at she's... age 13. Oh, wow. And was in a couple movies like this. She was also in...
1: <laughs> okay, 1987
0: Summer School. Remember okay,
1: that movie? Okay, I do know that movie.
0: And you and most people from the 90s know her as... <laughs> A lot of vagina from oh. the Austin Powers movie.
1: Yeah, we do know her.
0: Yeah. And, uh, a lot
1: of, a lot of vagina. Yeah. Hello.
0: Let's, let's end the cast by talking about the bride of Reanimator herself. So we had Elsa Lanchester as the bride of Frankenstein, and we have Kathleen Kinmont as the bride of Reanimator. All right. She's Gloria and also the, the bride. Uh, I think most people know her. As she was Kelly in Halloween Four, okay. She, she was she was in that show Renegade. Okay. Do you remember that? I mean, I know of the, that. The, the Lorenzo Lama show.
1: I know of it.
0: If you guys want to ever have a good time when you're really drunk or high, when you're like peak fucked up, just watch the opening credits. <laughs> of Renegade because they're insane. Nice. It's like an exposition dump as the opening credits. Oh, I
1: love those and it's they're my
0: favorites. Crazy. Rhoda was like that. Yeah. Um so there you go. One little little tidbit of trivia. Okay. Beforehand. Alright, hit me up. You'll notice the one major missing cast member to this movie is uh Barbara Crampton. Right, the lady. Yeah. So Barbara Crampton turned down a cameo On the Mm -hmm. advice from her agent who convinced her that at that point in her career, such a small role would have been beneath her. Would you agree? So, I think so. Because after Reanimator was like, from beyond, and she was in like, Chopping Mall. she was in all these movies. I do love Chopping Mall. And then they're like, can you just want to come back and be in this movie for like five minutes? And she's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good. So.
1: Yeah. She wasn't high enough in the ranks to be like, oh, this is a fun cameo of what I used to do. And it might have, you know, put her in, like, a stereotype. I get it.
0: Yeah. I get it. Well, I mean. Boo. She definitely is a scream queen. She was definitely stereotyped in horror movies. Well, but she didn't know
1: that at the time. Yeah. Like, I get it. <sighs> so,
0: the tagline to this movie. Is. Are you ready? Okay. Date. Mate. Reanimate. Good God. Okay.
1: This is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me an original move, uh, movie poster from the film, and I try to tell you the meaning.
0: It's a terrible poster.
1: It's a terrible, it looks like For Kip from Napoleon Dynamite leaning into a shot of Bride of Frankenstein. So I'm just going to say that this is about a guy who, about the, uh, the doctor, whatever his name is, falls in love, finds a girl, and she dies, and he brings her back to life. Because it was his one true chance, or something along that line.
0: I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. We'll see.
1: Okay, I was right about a lot of the other um, ones. So. God
0: So this movie is Where can it be definitely found? on Shutter. Okay. So I there was an Arrow Blu-ray and it's out of print and it's crazy expensive. I actually got a imprint Blu-ray, which is from Australia. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, it came as a two-pack with uh, Beyond, Rema- Beyond Reanimator so we'll probably just watch the blue but it's on Shudder I know Joe Bob recently did this as part of The Last Drive-In so it'll definitely be on that you could watch it on The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob commentary and I'm glad that you like us and listen to us but it's Joe Bob yeah gotta hit up
1: with Joe so Joe Bob
0: either way uh, you should totally watch this movie (laughs) it's and I quote bonkers bonkers and batshit crazy okay Um,
1: well off we go Mind the doors.
0: Herbert West is not just your ordinary doctor. Others dare not dream what we are about to do. He intends to make medical history. This is no longer about just
1: reanimating the dead.
0: With the help of Daniel Kane. It's never going to work. It's just going to be uncontrollably spastic. And a few select friends. West took my body. But he cannot take my mind. He's about to bring his dream to life. And God created woman. Someone old. What's dead is dead. Someone new. It is some kind of joke, right, man? How dare you judge my work? Someone borrowed. Who is she? (laughs) Someone blue. This morbid doodling with human body parts. Is this what it's all about? Something so shocking, it must be true. There is my Make <laughs> a note of it, Dan. Rejects. Daniel!
1: You're coming! You made me. I...
0: You. <laughs> forget you forget it she's just an assembly of dead tissue hp lovecrafts reanimator 2
1: are we having fun yet <laughs> we watched bride of reanimator what did you do did you watch it as well? I would assume. I would hope they sure did. They just listened to the wild trailer. This is a wild ass movie. What did you think?
0: Are you asking me? Yes. Are you asking the person in their car? No, listening I'm, to this
1: I'm, right ask, I'm asking you. They, they can't respond.
0: Uh, they can It's no. just we can't hear them. Right. I love how insane this movie is. Okay. And this is about typical Brian speed. Really, so, all his movies are like this. Yeah. I mean, this isn't even his craziest movie. In <clears throat> this was a pretty crazy movie. Um,
1: <laughs> this was crazy.
0: Yep. And it's got there was nothing a... on society. Well, well yay, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, this movie is just fucking crazy. And the thing is, like, it goes from kind of the character based movie of. Stuart gordon's reanimator right and and you could tell that Yuzna doesn't have quite the theater like the theater actor background so he's super into effects this and he had like a ton of effects people working on this mm-hmm. and the shit they turned out is pretty incredible it's well except i
1: don't know okay we'll get, we'll get into it we'll get into it guys there was a head that had bat wings on it what the fuck was that about good god that was insane. All right, so
0: yeah, so let me just run down a list of some people that worked on this movie in the effects department, all right, in the makeup department, and these are these are
1: me big big names. Uh, huh? So
0: Howard Berger, who went on to co-found uh, K&B FX, who did basically everything up through The Walking Dead. Right? Okay, huge company. He's here. Uh, John Carl Beekler, who did a ton of effects. And who directed Friday the 13th, part seven? He did all the effects for that movie. Part seven. Right? I can't believe there's that. All right, go ahead. There's 11. Yeah. Robert Kurtzman, who's basically responsible for, uh, along with Greg Nicotero, the other KNB, right?
1: K- KNB. Oh, okay. KNB. Yeah, and okay. It's, so it's
0: Kurtzman, Nicotero, and uh, Berger. They went on to found their own company. So they're they're all three working on this. Greg Nicotero got his start with George Romero and Day of the Dead, and went on to now he directs okay. Walking Dead, as well as doing effects. That's and cool. He directs episodes of Creep Show, and Ugh. he's kind of like he was. Um, he started as Tom Savini's like protege. Like okay. Tom Savini took him on. As I remember talking like about him a, on an yeah. Apprentice, and they're all from Pittsburgh. Like Savini. And Romero wasn't from there, but he lived there for a very long time. And then that's also where Nicotero is from. And then they all kind of came up together in a way. Like, so it was Romero and then with Don, he brought in, if you remember back to last July, he Mm -hmm. brought in uh, Savini with Don. Tom Savini, yeah. And then Savini brought in Nicotero one day. Okay. And they kind of all worked together off and on after that and... There's even in the movie from Dusk Till Dawn, Tom Savini has a significant part, but his friend who does not in the movie is uh, Greg Nicotero. Like they're just kind of always linked in everyone's minds. And oh, that's adorable. Um, okay, yeah, but let's be honest. Well, all right, here's... screaming, mad <laughs> George. Let's just go ahead and talk about that real fast but, but, and get it out of the way.
1: I noticed that name in the end credits and. Uh... You said, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. So, hit me up with who... <laughs> First off, the name is Screaming Mad
0: yeah. George. Yeah, so Screaming Mad George is a Apparently. Japanese okay. gentleman who was in a rock band and became an effects person, and his effects are amazing and insane. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll just run down a list of some shit that Screaming Mad George, because... We'll, we'll get to talk more about, like, K&B and even Beekler when we eventually get around to, like, uh, Friday the 13th. But I kind of want to highlight... Screaming Mad Screaming George. Screaming Mad George, because... What a name. He's this crazy enigma. He's, like, this wild man of effects in the 80s. Like, there were a few crazy people making, doing special effects, and he was he definitely was one, of one, the... one of the crazier ones. All right. So, uh, he helped build the Predator and Predator... He created all of the cockroach stuff in Elm Street Gross. 4. <laughs> Bride of Reanimator, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. He directed and uh, did the effects for The Giver. I don't know what he that is. He did the effects for Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, the Toymaker that we watched Yay! for
1: Christmas. Hey, how come we didn't talk about him then?
0: Uh, we touched on him, I believe, for a minute, but... You probably knew we were going to be doing this. It was this. a thing where it was like, eh, if we're going to talk about him, we should probably, like... Wait till we have a more. I would say more better. More better. More better. Wow. Wait till we have a better uh, movie to talk about, guys. I'm tired. So he also did makeup effects on Nightmare on Elm Street three, Nightmare on Elm Street four, Spaceballs. Oh, so he was really yeah society. I love me some Spaceballs. Um, Jack Frost, the good Jack Frost, the the one with the snowman that tries to murder people. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Screaming Mad George is a fucking legend. And, and he now also, he's on
1: our podcast. No. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And more. most importantly for me, he did uh, a lot of the art department stuff on The Abyss. Cool. And most importantly...
1: We didn't talk about him then?
0: He did a lot of work on Big Trouble Little <laughs> <laughs> Child. Which is Josh's heart and soul. Yeah. Um, How fun. So- I love that. I just, I couldn't let myself go the rest of the episode and not just get out of the way the effects team that Brian used to assembled incredible. for this movie and how fucking good it was. Well. So that's why the effects are so good in this movie, surprisingly. Like, you, you watch a movie there was called a, there was Bride a... of Reanimator and you don't think the effects are going to be... As good as they are you don't
1: put I wouldn't put Bride of reanimator in, in the same kind of category as a lot of those movies you just rattled off you know as far as like you wouldn't think you would and then it they do it it does I thought that the bat with the head the head with the bat wings was pretty ridiculous but that was a more story thing than anything else okay so let me sum up this movie so um our, our two guys from the previous movies are back to their old hijinks.
0: Herbert West and Dan Kane. They,
1: uh, they, they volunteer. Uh, we joined them in meteorists of a war in Panama where they are honing the craft of reanimation. And then the story is how they create a life. They create uh, a woman and shit goes bananas. Period. All right. That's my, there's my one minute recap. Uh, what is, does okay. the better professionals have to say?
0: Well, according to one synopsis, it's very long, so I'm not going to read that one. Uh, they reminded me that it's Peru and not Panama. Oh, okay. But anyway. Uh, Doctors Herbert West and Dan Kane discover the secret to creating human life and proceed to create a perfect woman from dead tissue. It's in like the creepy color. version
1: of uh, Weird Catherine Science.
0: Kenmont. It's the weird version of Weird Science. It's <laughs> the weird version of Weird Science. Yeah. Uh, this movie really, this. okay, this movie does some things that I find interesting. So. Let's get into it. In the first film, clearly the focus. Of the film was Dan Kane okay, and Megan, correct, and Herbert she is West not was this like, one. Right. yeah, she's not. Barbara Kraft is not in this, but Herbert West was kind of like this weird foil to their relationship, who like wasn't really the bad guy, but like created the whole mess. <laughs> and Surprise! Hill became the bad guy. It was a whole thing with his creepiness and his used napkins and a <laughs> drawer and all that shit. But in <laughs> this movie, like everyone involved was clearly like. People are here for Herbert West, not Dan Cain. Yeah. So, Herbert West is clearly the star of this movie. He He's comically, he's definitely, yeah, for sure. Right, like, it definitely goes from, like, kind of everyman, handsome, hunky doctor Dan Cain to to insane person <laughs> Herbert West, who I love. He, it was pretty funny. And it honestly feels, and I'm pointing this out to you, this movie feels like, they're low key in a relationship, and mm-hmm. I'm actually really happy. I didn't plan for this to be like all this subtext uh, during Pride Month. Pride Month, but it feels like they're in this relationship where they're just constantly cheating on each other. Well, I like, mm, like it's constantly Dan Cain's always like cheating on him, cheating on him with every woman, right? right? But and I don't
1: think he's cheating on him. No, he is. He's, he's dedicated always to the cheating project.
0: on Dan with the work. Oh, right, like. He has no problem, like that poor Catherine Kimpton when she's like sick at the beginning of the movie. He has no problem being like, mm. "Soon as she dies, he just cuts her head off with a was... saw and then attaches it to their like corpse body." I making.
1: did not. It did not. I did not clock that. Doctor Kane was like in love with her. He's
0: in love with every woman. Okay, like every woman. He I sees, didn't. Cl- I didn't clock that. So I was like, "Oh, oh he falls okay. in love." With. Or they fall in love with him. That's like his That's blessing and his curse. And then, meanwhile, <laughs> Herbert West just uses that to his advantage. Like he's just all the time, like, oh, well, since you like that girl, and you also liked Megan, you I'll must steal like her. her heart and then put her head right. on the body, and then you can't say no to me.
1: It was very strange.
0: And, yeah, and I think what was some some of the lines about like. Don't think with the wrong head, Dan, right just there was so much and the relationship is so much fun and they're like two catty old women mm-hmm. if one of them was like a hunky mulleted doctor
1: who had brief glimpses who, of like normalcy
0: I'm gonna be honest seems like a little too air headed
1: <laughs> <and laughs> to be a real to be doctor. A doctor
0: agreed and the other agreed. one is like zero bedside manner like i think of them as like
1: they're together they're one quirky person
0: they're kind of like the perfect person together if you think about it because i wouldn't say perfect dan, well. in a way like dan kane is a doctor play acting as a scientist with herbert west and herbert Herber west, west is, is a doctor is pl- a scientist play acting as a doctor, doctor right to get what he needs for his experiments because he has no concept of how to ha- handle people, how to talk to people. like I don't know how he would pass any sort of
1: actual medical kind of training center uh, program. He was insane. It was hilarious and it was really fun. So we got to talk about that damn head and the bat. So...
0: What? I told you this in advance. I let I
1: truly thought you were just kidding. Yeah, I was
0: like, what if I told you there's... Uh, this One of the sequels has a head with bat wings attached, and the head just flies around. And you were like, if the, Josh, if that is true, which it's not, that is true, this movie would be way more famous than it is. <laughs> and then and yet... when he opens that goddamn box, and, and I, and I, and and I clocked, out. I was like,
1: what the crap? <laughs> well, no, I clocked it as soon as he um, opened the, where the, where he had dissected the bat and kind of had it all spread out as soon as he started like looking at that. And then I went, no, 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 this can't be happening. Mm-hmm. And then the box was just an added bonus of, oh, it's going to, the sneak attack, it can fly.
0: That was wild, I mean, wild, Josh. Spoiler alert for later. What? But I, I don't think this movie's the strongest movie. But the last half hour, when they essentially saved all of the budget from the small <laughs> sets and then, you know, the small cast. Yeah. And then they gave all of that money to these effects people, especially Screaming Mad George. And they were like, Make a menagerie of freak monster. And it was and crazy. The <laughs> last half hour of this movie is so much fun. It I was love it so fucking crazy.
1: Much. Oh, I there was that so I got so grossed out at just like the hand and the foot, let alone when oh god like yeah. the, the weird human centipede you know, knockoffs
0: came out. It was and, so gross. And also, like let's Talk about that for a second. So, in the first film, Herbert West has this like almost like hallowed opinion of death and how we can overcome it, and he respects, like, he has a respect for the serum and the process. In this movie, he's just literally tying like things together and bringing them back. Well, because for they,
1: no reason, they, he's figured out the formula. It's it's no longer <laughs> Still, like a. He like, doesn't view it as like a finite resource. What's
0: the point? What was the scientific point in just putting the man's arm on the dog? Yeah, that was insane. Of just, like, being bored and wanting to stir up shit.
1: Bananas. And
0: just, like, like you said, the arm and the leg connecting them and then just bringing it back and being like, ah. He was like the wet dream of, like, gobles. And he shoves it down in the trash bag and then just throws it away. Like
1: God, it was terrifying. There's
0: no rhyme or reason to half of what Herbert was. There were
1: so, and then there were so many things at the end that came crawling out of that wall. I
0: loved it. Wow, it reminded me so much like a modern version of Freaks. And hmm, yeah. I this movie is just fun. Does
1: it follow the Arkov method? Do you
0: think? I, I don't see how it couldn't. Okay,
1: so Arkov used his name to create the perfect acronym for a movie. A Action. Yes. Tons of action.
0: It opens with like a shootout in a hospital <laughs> Oh my God. I, and like And then like an, is the there stomach? an
1: earthquake or like a, the bomb goes off? There's a, like a very attractive woman. Let's talk about the sex in this movie. A lot of
0: vagina. Well, we'll get
1: to it in a minute.
0: A lot of vagina. <laughs>
1: revolutionary. Is this... Revol- oh, yeah, there was a head with the bat wings. Yes. I mean,
0: I don't know if this movie is revolutionary. It basically... It's is, something. It's a sequel... To a book.
1: It was but God wild. But it, this movie is fun. Wild.
0: So, I think it is a lot of effects work. Because I think okay. people Air. watched this movie and were like, oh They got shit. to
1: experiment with a lot of different things. They were like carte
0: blanche. Yeah. Okay. That's oratory basic for a use in the movie. To- carte blanche on the effects.
1: Well, there was, uh, yes, oratory. Again, with the little one-liners and
0: snapbacks.
1: Um, that was pretty. So oratorius.
0: Dead head. A uh, n- real nobody. <laughs> Where were I it, you... West. I would legitimately watch Jeffrey Combs play Herbert West in anything. In anything. Just anything. And just then keep making them. I'll uh, watch them forever. <laughs> forever, uh, please.
1: K is killing. Yes, mm-hmm. so much killing.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, um, what are we talking about? Oh. I flipped around to the O first, but then we, we thought we end with two F's fantasy and fornication. There's so much sex in this movie and you don't think there would be. And it just kind of happens out of the blue. I mean,
0: there was a fair amount of sex in the first movie. Well, yeah. There's ser- like, there's not a whole lot of like, I mean, uh, the first movie had a decapitated head almost go down on it.
1: We did not have that. Instead, we had a decapitated head flap around with
0: wings I think all in all, that's a little less disturbing. Fair. That's, uh, that's uh, fair. Maybe, so it, I think it beats all of them. Maybe like, not so much in Revolutionary, but God damn it, this movie is fun. Is this
1: the end of the month?
0: It, indeed, it is.
1: All right, so we need to rank these. While uh,
0: you're I'm going to go ahead together, and figure that out. Let me uh, do some
1: calculations over
0: here. Throw some shit out to you. So for the uh, reagent. That they use they again use glow sticks if it's not broke don't fix it uh originally i can't remember if i talked about this in the front half or not because it's been a couple days between recordings but so originally stuart gordon wanted to do um house of reanimator which sim- similar to, like house of frankenstein as the sequel not bride of reanimator and the money came through and the script wasn't ready and it had a finite amount of time, so he usually just made the movie. But um, Stuart Gordon Did they ever original... get around to making that? No. Stuart oh. Gordon's original idea was having uh, Herbert West in a lab under the White House. Ooh. And when the president gets shot a Reagan in the 80s, <laughs> and how Reagan, like, after surgery was kind of different because it really sped his Alzheimer's up, allegedly. I don't want to get in trouble for saying Reagan had Alzheimer's but the whole thing was like it was like he had been reanimated and was a different person (laughs) so what if the president died and Herbert had to just reanimate that's a really fun idea and that was kind of the plan and Yuzna was like not a super big fan of it because he was like it's going to take forever you're not ready to do it we need to make this movie now so there's I believe three reanimator movies what is
1: the third one?
0: uh, Beyond Reanimator Oh. And it's also directed by Stuart Gordon, or not Stuart Gordon, by um, Brian Usna. So it's honestly, I mean, the 1st Re-Animator is the best. And it, Stuart Gordon's really known for, like, animator mm-hmm. But Usna did two of them. <laughs> and Brian animator is really fucking fun. Alright, so. I've got my, my calculations are complete. Okay, uh, at one point, Dr. West, if you remember, yelled that uh, the sound of the wall was probably rats in the wall. Yes. That was a reference to an H.P. Lovecraft story known as Rats in the Wall. Wow. It was a, a little, little tip of the hat to a Lovecraft story. And they originally had a sequence planned in the script where Dr. Hill was found as an attraction at a carnival, just his head.
1: Well, that's kind of how it starts out. That that's how the head yeah, like, gets We found back.
0: this. But actually, like, that was the original plan. It okay. was like there would be a whole circus sideshow and just Dr. Carl Hill's head. Can you imagine the side
1: of the... And,
0: I the want that. The effects for that. Wow. I want that. Uh, Patricia Tallman, who was in the 1990 uh, Night of Living Dead remake as the star, was originally considered for the role of the bride, which went to... Um, we just said her name. We just said Beth her name. Hidmore.
1: Yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah, and it was originally set to be <laughs> he distributed... He gave me the blank stare, guys. <laughs> it was originally set to be distributed in the fall of 1990 by Taurus Entertainment, before being acquired by 50th Street Films... 50th Street. Who ended up releasing it in 1991 after a whole slew of financial issues, which is why it didn't get a big release.
1: All right. <sighs> Here we go. Are you ready for this? What's your number four movie this month?
0: Okay, my number four, if we're starting at four, starting didn't at working our way back.
1: I'm working our way back.
0: Bride of Reanimator.
1: Okay, my number four is Frankenstein. Interesting. Number three.
0: Why Frankenstein? Fuck that movie. That's a... Okay. That seems petty. I cannot
1: get over. <laughs> what well, it was a, it fine. It was a decent movie. It's it it's iconic, etc., etc. Continue.
0: 3. It's iconic. Fuck it in its asshole. I don't care. I mean, I,
1: I, I of the four, I, get I just, it. you know what I mean? I if it. if it was like of all time, it maybe be different, but of these four, it's this like is a really.
0: I just think it's I honestly thought Frankenstein. I didn't think it'd be number one. I just thought it'd be higher. I thought I thought you'd be lockstep with Bride of Reanimator before. Oh, I thought we would skew. Interesting. Three and up. So let's see. All so right. what's your three?
1: Bride of Reanimator. Ooh. With, bat wings.
0: With bat wings. Okay. Bat wings actually helped propel it above Frankenstein. I think for you.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I won't say. What about for you?
0: Uh Frankenstein.
1: Okay. So we just had this flipped, all right? Two. Reanimator. You.
0: I mean, what's your I two? I fought long and hard with this, and I think
1: mm-hmm. I kept going back
0: and forth because Reanimator's is more fun, and I I go back and watch Reanimator more often. But Brighter Frankenstein is both a Better movie and a more important movie, so <laughs> I I have to go reanimator at number two. Okay, and then your number one is Bride of Frankenstein. Mine
1: too. Bride
0: yeah, of Frankenstein is so good. It's
1: a really fun movie. Um, it's it's going to stay with me forever. I'm gonna. Re- That's the thing. That's. Most of what I re rene- I, not remember, but most of what I know of the culture, like Frankenstein, it's from the second movie. It's from Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, and uh, totally of, solidified.
0: Yeah, a lot of what Bill Brooks, which is I think what most people of a certain age <laughs> possibly think of what is of Frankenstein, maybe, yes, correct. A lot of it came from Bride, like the blind guy, right? That yep. came from Bride. The bride itself. The bride. I mean, the bride for the seven minutes or whatever she's on screen, right? It's just, I, there's more pathos, more heart, more character development. I care more. I think it's really interesting we talked about how there's not really a hero to that movie. Yeah. They're all awful, aren't um, they? I, yeah. That's I just, life. Like, Br- Bride of Frankenstein is so fucking good.
1: What are we doing for July?
0: So, we are leaving... July. ...fun, whimsical films like Bride of Frankenstein behind. And we are watching... Dun dun, dun dun the most american horror films dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we did what was it last year for the fourth of july we did oh i don't remember Romero anything oh yeah because of its uh, critique of american society okay so fuck it we're gonna do the purge movies
1: oh oh fuck okay
0: but we're gonna do them in the order they take place not the order they were made
1: so what what so, does that mean we're starting with
0: okay So, the Purge movies were released in the order of The Purge, Purge Anarchy, Purge Election Year, um, and then The First Purge, which is a prequel to all of them. So, we're actually going to watch The First Purge first, because it takes place in the Purge universe first chronologically. Okay. If that makes sense. It doesn't, but okay. It's like, um, think of it as Star Wars, right? Okay.
1: And the first movie is like, just the first movie.
0: It was 4, 5, and 6, and then they went back and made a first one. Okay. It's kind of like that. So the first Purge takes place before the other movies, even though it was made after the other movies. So we're watching it first. Okay. Because it takes place in the film universe.
1: First. All right, then. All right, so that's, uh, that's next week. Uh, um, these movies might be the one that get me, guys. Uh, join us for our last month.
0: So I have a question. What? Your your kids.
1: Mm, oh. Uh, <laughs> hmm.
0: I like to hold your feet to the fire so that way they can listen to this and, and be, be like, like Mom, you said it was You fun.
1: said I could watch it.
0: You said I could watch Bride of Reanimator, Mom.
1: Um you
0: The you would youngest
1: would hate it. Me. The oldest would laugh. He'd definitely think this was funny. I would watch it with him. I would not watch it with um the seventy five year old. There. There's my critique.
0: I would one hundred percent watch this with your mom. Have at it. Just so see her face. Have at Nicole it. Hill's head flies out of that box. Not actually. <laughs> now you say that.
1: Okay. Well alright guys. Well you're supposed to say I'm Josh.
0: I'm Josh. And
1: I'm Cindy. And I'm still his girlfriend. Yay.
0: Yay. Raise a glass wherever you are. To the madness that is Screaming Mad George.